It's that time of year where you're going to start seeing a lot of farm equipment on the roadways as farmers start field work and planting crops. Both farmers and your average commuters need to be careful to prevent deaths and injuries on Wisconsin roadways. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. John Shutsky is an agricultural safety specialist at UW-Madison and the UW Center for Agricultural Safety and Health, and he joins us to break down in the simplest way how you can keep yourself and others out of harm's way. We start with with what farmers need to know. We're really worried about the issue of a farm vehicle, the implements of husbandry, if you will, being out on roadways. It seems like if you look at the data over the last five or 10 years, it, we have a growing number of collisions. And so the first thing is to be aware that this is like a really crucial issue. And it's, it's a farm safety issue that not only affects farmers and farm families and workers and people from the farm out operating equipment, it also affects our neighbors and our sort of general motoring public. And I always do worry when when things cross over from from the farm and the sort of private enterprise, private business over into the public. And and this is clearly one of those big issues we really have to think about. With that in mind, I guess my first tip would be it's the one everybody knows. It's the slow-moving vehicle emblem. Here in Wisconsin, just like in all the states in the country, we do require the slow-moving vehicle emblem needs to be really clearly visible on all pieces of equipment, visible from the backside, you know, mounted in a, in a place relative, relatively close to the middle of the machine, and um, making sure that it's clean, it's clear. You see a lot of SMVs that are maybe 10, 15, or even 20 years old, and they fade and they get, they're just not visible. So make sure you're clearly, clearly seen with that SMV emblem. I want to say one other quick thing about that. So here in the state of Wisconsin, we're a little bit unique in that our state law says as long as that tractor or that towing self-propelled implements of SMV emblem is visible, you don't need one on the trailing equipment or the towed equipment. So that could be a you know, a disc or a field cultivator or a planter or, you know, any any type of implement, what I always tell people is even though that's what the state law says, you should really have an SMV emblem on all pieces of equipment. You need to almost kind of go overboard to make yourself clearly visible. Speaking of visibility, John, I know lights was kind of your number two topic you wanted to talk today when it comes to road safety as an implement operator. Again, our state law is a little bit unique. We don't require the flashing amber lights on the more narrow equipment. Narrow is defined in Wisconsin as being under 12 feet wide. I do suggest that anytime we're out on the highway, we have the flashing ambers going. We also, in Wisconsin, we don't require that the lights be turned on with narrow equipment during what they call hours of darkness. My recommendation is to always have all of your lighting on, your flashing ambers, And my third suggestion for farmers, again, state law in Wisconsin is a little bit unique in that we don't require turn signals. And we see that there are so many collisions that happen on highways when people are, you know, they're motoring down the highway, they're busy, they're eager to make that left-hand turn into a field to begin either tillage or spreading fertilizer or planting corn or soybeans or whatever it is they're doing. They make that left-hand turn and suddenly somebody's trying to turn on the left or pass on the left, and there's a horrible collision. So turn signals are really, really important. Even though in Wisconsin our state law does not require them on older machinery, it is absolutely worth the investment. You can now buy add-on kits and other, you know, sort of retrofit hardware after the fact, 
it's definitely worth the investment. So SMV emblems, flashers, and, and those kinds of things. John, I want to follow up on the flashing lights. You you were specifically referencing amber lights, and that's because um, I think I read like white lights or yellow lights can be deceiving. So the color of your lighting is important, right? Yeah, you have to be careful. Um, a lot of equipment, you know, tractors especially, have white lights that are visible to the rear. They're kind of similar to the headlights that are visible to the front. And by the way, you do want front-facing headlights. I've just kind of hit some highlights. The problem with those white lights that are visible to the rear, when you're approaching that slow-moving vehicle, especially in the evening, it can be really confusing because it looks like you're approaching a set of headlights. So anytime you're out on the roadway, if you've got those white lights we, all, we often call them working lights, right, because we're trying to see back behind us, whether it's a planter or a tillage implement or whatever it might be. Visibility is really important, but when you're on the highway, make sure you turn those lights off. You want your front-facing lights on, but you want those work lights to the back turned off. The amber lights are definitely recognizable. Uh, they are the ones that are required by federal law, by the way. And on the wider equipment, they're also required for anything that's greater than 12 feet wide. So we're typically talking about a flasher, you know, it's just a standard flasher. Typically, we're looking at two of those. And when we talk about turn signals, usually those flashing amber lights are designed to double as turn signals. When you are going to make a left-hand turn, the right one just goes steady, and then the left one blinks, and then vice versa. What is the prevalence with road accidents involving agricultural machinery over the past few years? How is it trending? We are seeing more. There are a number of factors. One of the big factors is we really started tracking closely. So I think I think that's part of the phenomenon we see is, you know, we're just counting things more. We've got more access to the data But the other thing that's happening is equipment is getting bigger. It's getting wider. The lighting and marking requirements, quite honestly, are pretty complicated. And so we see a lot of equipment out there that isn't up to standard. It's not up to what the current standards, either state law or federal standards are. But it's that combination of size. The other thing is our, our highways are becoming more crowded We're doing a lot of moving. You know, farms are getting bigger. That doesn't necessarily mean bigger fields, but it means a lot more moving from field to field or farmstead to farmstead. So we're just having a lot more exposure, a lot more hours or a lot more miles out there being driven on the highway. I think another factor just quickly is, you know, we see see a lot of our rural communities being developed. So I live out here in Cross Plains, and we've built a couple of large developments, and we have people sharing the highway who probably originally came from the city, whether it's Milwaukee or Madison or Chicago, and now they're living out in the country. So we just have a lot more opportunities for for those interactions on the highway. And John, that's a good segue into what commuters should be aware of uh, to keep themselves safe, to keep our farmers safe on the roadways. Yeah, my first recommendation is is to be patient. Um, You know, our our farmers are working hard this time of the year. You know, it's going to maybe be even a little more magnified this year because it looks like we're going to get kind of a late start with this cold spring. So when people are out planting, you know, sometimes they're working 12, 14, 18 hours a day. It's, It's hard work. And it's not fun moving large equipment. If you've got to go out and drive a piece of equipment, you know, 10 miles to the next field or whatever it might be, it's just part of the work. So I would ask the people 
be patient. I would also ask that you be very, this is number two, that you be very deliberate if you're going to pass. The turn signals are obviously important. Hopefully, our farmers are going to be thinking about installing those turn signals, but always be aware, especially if a piece of equipment starts to slow down, even just a little bit, there is a good probability that they're going to be making that left-hand turn. And so you want to be super conscious of like what people are going to be doing. A lot of times, farmers will get way off the road so that you can pass safely, but please do be careful. I I always recommend if you can kind of make eye contact, you know, in some cases people will wave you around, but be super patient. If you run in to the back of a piece of equipment and you're going 40 or 50 miles per hour and it's making a left-hand turn, you're essentially approaching a brick wall. And the chances of surviving a collision like that without an injury are pretty, pretty slim. I I think the other thing um, to recognize is that a lot of our Collisions happen during low light times, but not necessarily at night. They happen early in the morning. The sun is low in the sky. It can be glary. People are in a hurry to get to work. Or on the flip side, they're driving home from work. Or in some cases, it's kids driving home from school. So during those low low light periods of time, just be especially careful during those times. And I want to go back to the farmer side of things. Those are also the times, even though the state law might not require it with smaller equipment, make sure you've got those lights on. Excellent information, John. And I know before I let you go, you wanted to make a point about how older equipment may not be up to the same standard that federal law requires for new equipment. But there are ways to make those upgrades. One of the things that's really important to note is that Our federal government back in, I believe it was 2012, passed a law which said that any piece of equipment in the future, that being any piece of equipment that was manufactured after June of 2017, needs a whole bunch of upgrades. And just a couple of examples, all of the newer equipment, it does have to have the turn signals and the flashing ambers and all of those kinds of things. Even though your older equipment may not require it, it is a good standard to try to upgrade toward. And if you're interested in more information, people can certainly get a hold of me. I think actually the better source of information is your local machinery dealer. They do have knowledge from their trade associations. And the dealer that I just visited had just upgraded all of their parts, their their flashers, their LED lights, their SMV emblems. So they can be a really, really good source of information. John Shutsky along with us, the Agricultural Safety Specialist at UW-Madison and the UW Center for Agricultural Safety and Health. Great advice on how both motorists and implement operators can stay safe on the roadways this business planting season and prevent deaths on Wisconsin roads. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.